Hello and welcome to the Pop of Things podcast, a pop culture podcast hosted and produced by Colorado State University students. We are your hosts, Chapman Croskill. Nicole Conklin. And Alec Erickson. Oh, you switched up the order now that you're sitting <laughs> no, in different... I was yeah. I was expecting to her to do it. <laughs> Great. Um, so the first thing, I actually want to start off because a couple months ago during like November, uh, we were talking about Moana... Um, and I, I kind of butchered the name of the lead actress, and I feel really bad about it. And, like, I shouldn't, like, as a as somebody who, you know, is a journalist, and, like, I should take more time and more effort to, like, you know, respect the people who, like, I really, really appreciate. And, like, I love that movie, and I love her as an actress. Um, so it's I have it written because I, I, I want to make sure I get it right. Auli'i Cravalho, uh, she's an amazing actress, and I just, I wanted to apologize a little bit because, like, it was very privileged to me, like, to kind of brush off like finding out how to pronounce her name mm-hmm. she also did an amazing performance at the academy awards yes. of uh, how far i'll go can we talk about the academy awards yes please um let's start with her because she got hit in the head by one of her she dancers did, and, and she kept going she rocked it she had beautiful vocals and she looked beautiful and she actually landed an nbc i believe nbc or abc yes pilot she, she said mm-hmm. that she's going to be piloting a show she said she can't say much about it but that there, she's got a new show because so, somebody asked her what was coming up next which is just great like yeah. for her she's yes. i'm really looking forward to seeing what she does in the future for me performance wise i thought it was a very strong performance i thought the academy awards had for the most part some pretty decent performances everything else execution wise around it was just well very so awkward moana me. didn't win zootopia won yeah. um which surprised me because i mean I, I really enjoyed zootopia it was a really fun movie but like Moana was so much deeper, in my opinion. See, I have to... I'll play devil's advocate for this because I'm in a really interesting multiculturalism media class Mm -hmm. and we are picking apart Zootopia and there are so many social issues that that they play at in that movie that a lot of people aren't maybe conscious of until you really analyze it. And uh, whereas Moana is a beautiful story and it really does a great job for that culture as well. And but I think that Zootopia in a different way is just stronger. Okay. So I, I, and I'm not surprised. The animation in both. And they're of them both was Disney, great. and I, I really did enjoy Zootopia. Like yeah. they're both very good movies that did deal with like some issues. I just, I don't know. I really, I just, I maybe I'm just like way too into Moana. I just I love that movie from so a much. different the music. Yeah. So from good. a different kind of perspective of it, it also has to do a lot with the fact I believe that Zootopia has been around for a while. It already had like a DVD Blu-ray release, and so like right. it's been cemented in a lot of people's minds mm-hmm. within the last year but really I mean, well. Whereas Moana's just still in. But theaters. this is the Gosh, this yeah. is the Academy's decision. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like this is like a general audience decision. This is the Academy. Yeah. The Academy is. I don't know. I don't always agree with the way that they look at things, but right, and they're not exactly the most diverse group of people these right. days. Um, so, but I mean, we can't talk about the Academy Awards without talking about the La La Land Moonlight Best Picture snafu. I guess is yeah. Can someone it? elaborate? I actually didn't get oh, to see this okay. part. So. so okay, so basically, what happened was uh, they announced. So we uh, remind me of the judges' names. Um, I know that they were some older actors. They were very older actors, I, but can't remember their names warren it's warren something yeah um anyway so he went up to read best picture and he took a really long time reading it and everyone thought oh he's just like joking around but he kind of like handed it to his co-host and like she or co like reader and she she kind of just read it off immediately and said la la land and you know the whole la la land cast goes up everything's fine and you know they're they're all giving their accepting speeches the producer the director and i think the executive somebody um, they were all giving their speeches, acceptance speeches, and some commotion starts happening on the stage with some people with like headsets. And so, you know, behind the scenes people. 
And their you, names, by the way, are Faye Dunaway and Warren Betty were the presenters. Right. Mm-hmm. Warren, is it Beatty or Betty? I think it's Beatty. Beatty. Warren Beatty. Beatty. Yeah. And they're both actors from mm-hmm. a, a bygone era. Um, and so what happened was there, the, the guy, I think the producer or the director was giving his speech and he, he, he made sure to finish thanking everybody. He goes, oh, by the way, we didn't win uh, Moonlight. You guys won. And, and he was graceful about it. He yeah. was, you could tell that he was a little like upset, but he, he handled it with as much tact as you could in the situation. Okay. Like I, I mean, I would be freaking out. I like everyone knew something was going wrong for the most part in the middle of the speech because you just see all these producers with headsets yeah. just running around. And so, and even Ryan Gosling himself was just like standing in the corner, just laughing the entire so, time. And I was like, he probably knew what was. That. He probably knew. And so basically, the apparently, what happened is that there are two cards for each award held mm-hmm. by an accountant on either side of the stage, and those are the only people, like basically, in the room other than like the academy who know Mm. and so apparently what happened is at some point somebody i heard something about leo dicaprio went up on the wrong side and it messed up the order of some of the cards and so the card that was for best actress for emma stone got handed up instead and so when uh faye read it she read you know la la land emma stone and she just said la la land and that's why warren Beatty was so confused um and like uh, people started attacking him very quickly or because he knew that it was the card said best actress and that's why he like was confused but she went for it but he that's why he and like he goes up there he goes i i was trying to figure out what was going on like i wasn't trying to come across like a senile old man i promise this wasn't a joke like well he could read i wonder why he didn't just be like hey i have the wrong he kind of tried to but mm. it's you know you're up on stage and it's very and, hard yeah. to kind and of during like, a live event everyone's right. just and kind so, of watching and that's you. And I think and that's why he handed it to Faye and she like kind of expecting her to like maybe like look at it but she looked at it and immediately read it and he went okay I guess this is happening oh, but the like, La La Land people were very very you know they, they handled it with a lot of grace they were like I'm super honored to like hand this over to Moonlight and oh. I have not seen Moonlight yet I've heard that it is incredible I, I have heard some people say that they don't think it deserves to be best picture but I've heard it's a very very powerful film um, you know, dealing with like not only black issues, but dealing with LGBT issues. Yeah. And so I, I really want to see it. Um, I need to now that you know it's, it's the best picture of the year. Um, I, I, I kind of agree with some people who have been saying that like it sucks for Moonlight though because now they have to share this fame with La La Land. Like La La Land is now kind of riding the coattails. I mean, like they don't want to be, but like the the cover on a bunch of magazines had like both directors, and like mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been. It should have been right. recognition for Moonlight for well, being like, the best. Well, like La La film. Land has been doing well, like share some of the fame, you know. Yes, and, and they've. I mean, they won so many awards mm-hmm. that night. Like, and I I did love that movie. I think I thought it was a very pretty movie. I thought it was a very enjoyable movie. I don't think it was the best picture of the year. I don't think that it had yeah. enough depth to it. I think that's it, kind of what the general audience yeah. was kind of like feeling too, even though like we had the expectation that La La Land cleaned up at the Golden Globes right. that we just kind of assumed that the same thing would happen with the Oscars I, but it's never like an accurate kind of predictors mm-hmm. what it usually comes down to be is that it's you see a lot of the same movies you just don't see the same results and usually I of course like have to kind of you know play devil's advocate and go was there something else to this like was this completely accidental because like they sure like made it a night that nobody's going to forget and nobody's well, going to forget about Moonlight or La La Land like I don't I don't want to believe that but it also wouldn't surprise me but the other thing like I'm happy about is the academy has been known for being kind of okay very whitewashed yes. and the fact that Moonlight did get this attention is really important yes. and it's a step in the right direction just like um Viola Davis right she mm. just cleaned up and won she was the first African-American woman to take home 
um, the, an Oscar and an Emmy and, and a, a Grammy and a Grammy. Like where she is the ultimate. She is the like yeah. award winning triple first threat. Mm-hmm. That's black woman. Amazing. And that's just so Incredible. cool. Like there was this, you know, because what last year we had, you know, hashtag Emmys or uh, Oscars so white. And yeah. this year definitely made up for that. There was a lot. There was um, now she a black. Needs a, a Tony for the mm-hmm. EGOT. Yeah. yeah. Like now we had a we had a black Muslim woman who wouldn't want an award. That's um, right. We had a Muslim director who mm-hmm. won an award who was not there because he was kind of boycotting because of the ban, mm-hmm. um, which I really respected. And of course wow. we we knew it was going to get yeah. political. Um, but I think they. That's what- I felt I felt good about this year's like it was confusing and I still think that Moonlight deserved more just like mm-hmm. you know recognition but I really want to see Moonlight now um, and there was a lot of amazing movies that I've missed but yes it was a very powerful ceremony and mm-hmm. just switching over a little bit more as when Casey Affleck one he got a lot of negative attention yes. for that mm-hmm. um which you know we all have our own opinions yes. about that and i just found it really interesting and like what do you guys think of that do you think that it's just an acting award and it shouldn't have to be about how you are as a human or like that sounded really intense yeah but. it's i mean like if somebody is a phenomenal performer i think that they deserve recognition for that but also considering the allegations he's up against it's yeah. like mm-hmm. i See, yeah. I shared an article on my Facebook about why it's maybe not so healthy to be having these type of people win. Mm-hmm. And someone commented, this isn't a husband of the year award. This is an acting award. And and coming from me, I'm an actress. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to award people and give them recognition when I don't think that they're they're good cookies you yes. know like i think we need to be like this is an amazing human who does the work who respects other human beings you know xyz and so that's like where my opinion is because acting is so much more to me than just acting it's well, not and this was the discussion we actually had here at uh, rocky mountain student media recently because there was a uh, a specific basketball player i'm not going to name names but mm-hmm. you probably know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. who was facing charges the charges were dropped and then he was awarded mountain west player of the week or of the year, um, and, he, yeah. and it was it, there was a big discussion of like, oh, like how do you recognize somebody for their achievement somewhere when they've got like yeah. other issues? So it's always an it's an interesting it's discussion. A, it's an interesting discussion, and especially like in the acting world, especially with the Oscars, the entire world is giving that person their attention, and mm-hmm. so like we're having all these younger actors and actresses they're looking up to these people and so like maybe it's not the best light at all yeah. times to like be shining especially for like if a lot of people are looking up to him as an inspiration mm-hmm. and yeah. so it's one of these like very kind of contested social issues that we kind of struggle with with award ceremonies in this way is because like then you have to somewhat mention some of their personal lives right. in and a regard. to me it's like do you pick if you have two equals two phenomenal performances can you go into their their identity and like what they've done like right. is that and is that not ethical i you know it's a very hard line but i i think with the way things have been in the last year or two with you know politics and stuff i think we maybe do need to start looking at stuff yeah. like that just to like set good examples i mean because you know in court like you, you past crimes are not like admissible in court and that's mm-hmm. that's always the way that they look at it is say like let's just deal with the situation at hand but yeah it's definitely an interesting topic um i want to move on from that yeah. um but it's definitely it's the oscars were very interesting this year that's for sure yeah. um and i think it set a precedent for years to come today is 
is March 3rd, the day that we've been talking about for <laughs> months, um, which means it's 303 day. Mm-hmm. Um, happy Colorado Day. I, I love living in the state. I've lived here for 21 years. It's a it's a great state. It also means that so Logan is out and every single person I know who's gone to see it said that it tugged at their heartstrings and mm-hmm. was a phenomenal film. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find time to see it this weekend, but I, I really want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. the best The best description I've heard is somebody said like, it from like the first five minutes like you can tell that they're going this is the movie it's gonna be and like it just it throws it at you um the which sw- is always what you kind of want now yes. with these superhero movies do you want them to set the tone very early on so that way you know what to expect with yeah. the kind of yes. two hours um and so i'm i'm really excited i want to see that and hopefully i'll be able to talk about that once i've seen it mm-hmm. um also the nintendo switch came out today which yep. means breath of the wild came out today and it is currently tied with three other games for being the second best rated game on metacritic yep. um which is insane um which, I've, I've read so many yeah. reviews saying like it is it's not only the best zelda it's one of the best open world games and just like most enticing games to come out in years cool. which i think is pretty phenomenal for nintendo because it's been a while since they've mm-hmm. kind of had that honor mm-hmm. on them with something and i mean for the most part we're seeing a pretty solid commercial launch right yes, now we are it's basically sold out in the colorado area pretty much everywhere you have to check yep. s- store by store for availability and I mean, hopefully that doesn't mean Nintendo pulled what Nintendo does with like the NES Classic, and they only do like limited qualities at like certain yeah. places. But I mean, I the Wii was hard, so hard to get for years. Yeah, the it, Wii was very difficult to get a hold of for a very long time. The Wii U not as bad. That's because the Wii U didn't do well. Yeah, um, the but Switch is 3DS, already yes, that was yeah very and, and hard. The, the Switch is already doing really really mm-hmm. well. Is and that so, just how they do it? Is that just why does Nintendo do that? For... They kind of do limited releases mm-hmm. because they don't want to have stock like like they don't want to have a bunch of stock everywhere that has to just sit there. Oh. Um, and it, it honestly drives market. It's it's a way to do it. And also help. It's because it's you know it's a Japanese company mm-hmm. but yeah the switch or breath of the wild is doing really well i've been trying so hard like i really want to watch gameplay videos but like i really want to go into it like with a fresh experience mm-hmm. it probably will take me into um, about a month until i can get it yep which sucks because i really just want to play it now um and I, like i wish i had my old roommates wii u so i could at least like play it on the wii u but mm-hmm. i'm i'm really looking forward to it um it looks like a very good game and i'm just i'm really really happy to see like a really good nintendo title do really well yeah so, it's a very i mean obviously time. alec and i are both huge zelda fanboys but like it's just it's awesome yeah. um we also recently this week got uh, another trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to be the final major trailer, and it shows off a lot more of like the team aspect. Um, shows us maybe some of the villains, uh, and shows us more interaction with the new members, including Mantis, Nebula, and uh, the guy with the whistle spear thing. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, y- Yan- Yan- Yanu. Yanu. And I think... Uh... The most important thing that it probably showed off was that it finally revealed Kurt Russell's character as Ego, the right. living planet. The living planet, who is also Star Lord's dad. Yes. Which is not spoilers because they've they've already they they've revealed that a while ago. Talked about that for and a while. They, yeah. They already said that that is not a primary focus of the film. Um, but I think that that comes out in two months. I mean, May he gets Kurt Russell as his dad. I want Kurt Russell as <laughs> no, my dad. I want Kurt. I think Kurt Russell wants himself as his own dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking great. He's doing great. I'm yeah. Ego is also a terrifying character in the comics. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited to see the way that they present him in the cinematic universe. Yeah, and so far, like with this trailer, like they showed off a lot more like cooler action scenes, and I'm a little bit more comedy anyway. And so I feel like especially with Guardians of the Galaxy, that 
we kind of know the tone they set with the first one. The second one's going to be pretty good. And they kind of even make a few jabs at it. They're like, oh, I guess we have to go save the galaxy again. Like, there is that line <laughs> in the trailer. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so I know exactly what to expect with this. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's good to see uh, what... I guess you have to kind of consider more A characters now because they used to be very B characters mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. But now, like, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of their, like, top franchises. Yeah, and I mean, Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy was definitely them taking a chance. It was them saying, mm-hmm. okay, we've got, you know, mm-hmm. really solid with the Avengers. Let's try something different. And it, it rocked it. And I remember, like, listening to so many podcasts, reading so many things before it came out. People were like, what? why is there, like, a raccoon with a rocket launcher? Mm-hmm. What is this? And then, like, people just ate it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm very... different. You know? I'm so excited for yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy It's going too. to be very exciting. That's coming out real soon. And we also got a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, which gave uh. a lot more backstory about uh, Captain Salazar, of course, being played by uh, Javier Bardem, who I love. He's phenomenal. Um, I I love him as a villain. He's very creepy, but he's very funny in this new one. Um, And so I'm really, he looks really, really good. Yeah. And like the the ghost ship and everything looks so cool. The animation of this like face. And also the animation of a young Jack Sparrow uh, that we see very briefly. And Disney's like eight, like, like reverse aging software it's gotten really really good it's getting pretty good it's still in that like uncanny valley like it's yeah i mean stage where you we talked about rogue one where uh tarkin definitely like was very uncanny valley but Mm -hmm. like and a young jack has that slightly Mm -hmm. but like he still looks is that a different actor and they just kind of did i'm I'm sure that it's somebody's face and then they put like use johnny depp's like features and put it i mean johnny depp also looks great like Mm -hmm. he he's he's doing well and obviously pirates of the caribbean 4 was not a great film didn't do very well mostly because it wasn't on the ocean and i think that the ship scenes are a lot of what make those films what they are we don't talk about pirates of the caribbean and 4. it seems like it was just kind of churned out yes yeah. from and i just the only my only complaint is i i really don't like these will and um elizabeth like clones mm-hmm. um yeah. i don't i don't like uh because apparently the new one like and this isn't really spoiler at all we think that he's probably uh will and elizabeth's son um his name's henry i believe Mm -hmm. um and then we have the new girl his love interest and like it's just i don't know it's boring to see jack always third wheeling and i just i don't think that it i don't know why they keep doing it but i'm really really excited for dead men tell no tales what's very interesting for me is because i looked up the cast list for this and essentially they have revealed like every character that everyone's playing for but someone who's billed and they haven't said what character they are is Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, so he's billed for the movie, but they well, haven't course, like, revealed course, who he is as a character. And, of course, we have Keith Richards playing mm-hmm. um, uh, Jack Sparrow's father, mm-hmm. and which was partially because uh, Johnny Depp based a lot of his attri- like the attributes of Captain Jack Sparrow on you know the way Keith at Richards acts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that did really well. And so wonder, I'm wondering if this is like going to be another musician who's playing another like famous pirate or somebody important. Yeah. I mean, you would kind of assume, but like that is a very big name to attest it's true. to this movie I, for how, sure. Does Paul McCartney like really even act these days? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we yeah, can find guess, out real we'll, quick. But I, I mean, we'll for Pirates of the Caribbean, like of all franchises to get attached to, he's done a lot back in the day not a whole bunch lately with uh, a couple guest appearances he started himself in an episode of bojack horseman lately um (laughs) i just love when they like because they had um they had daniel radcliffe play himself on an episode Mm -hmm. of bojack horseman (laughs) and i loved it so much the last like kind of major thing he was in was the episode of 30 rock back in 2012 huh 
And so, like, he hasn't done a whole lot. He's not done any films then. Really? Like, no, not films. Like, and then mostly he's, just he TV. must be something important. Yeah. Maybe he's like Jack's grandfather. <laughs> that would be very interesting. I don't know what they're going to do with him. But I don't, I don't know. I'm very excited for yes. this. Um, At World's End was probably my favorite in the series. I, the, I just love the original. The original honestly. Really like, At World's too. End was a really cool ending to the trilogy, but nothing beats like how original the original felt. See, like yeah. I like the second one, I think, the best because <laughs> um, I, Davy Jones yes. is just like mm-hmm. a classic character. But it, the animation blew me away at yes. the time, and I thought it was just as creepy as well, the first. And it's one. Al- it always freaks me out that uh, the uh, the third one came out ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah makes me feel old. I yeah, think, I, I never I was really when it came out with this series. I never really attribute how old it is. Yeah. Like if, to me, like well, the first one came out in two thousand three, I believe. Yeah, it's so stylized that I always mm-hmm. think it's a lot more recent than like it the is. first Pirates of the Car- Caribbean came out before YouTube existed, mm-hmm. which is insane to me. It's it crazy. came out before like most social media that we use today existed. <laughs> came out before a it's lot insane. of things. Well, moving on from that, last thing I want to talk about: um, Disney live action remakes. Yeah. We're getting Beauty and the Beast this month. We are. Uh, we've and... gotten a lot of trailers for that, and Disney or like I think a producer came out and said that the character of oh he's um he's Gaston's like assistant LeFou uh, is Josh going to be openly gay and mm-hmm. is going to explore mm-hmm. his feelings for Gaston and yeah I read an article Josh Gad if you're familiar he originated um as uh Elder Cunningham I believe in Book of Mormon on yes. Broadway and anyway he apparently does a very delicate beautiful job with nice. being in love with Gaston but also being conflicted if he just wants to be Gaston and mm. And Disney's very proud of this, and I, I mean, I think it's awesome. yeah, I think I know that there's always going to be people complaining, but mm-hmm. that's that's it's fresh to see, and it's well, it's definitely yeah. an interesting take because you know you see so many people who always like you know try and kind of slash like ship like a lot of like things like that, but to see it actually being real realistically done, but Emma Watson looks great as Belle. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. I'm excited. I can't to wait see to it. see. Uh, Ewan McGregor as Luminaire. I love you. Have McGregor. you seen the new trailer where Beast is banging on the door? Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so excited. Um, Additionally, though. Uh, before we get too far away from this, yeah. Disney has also con- like kind of confirmed that they're working on 22 live action remakes. That's yeah, insane. I just have pulled yeah. up the list. And and so it's like it's a very crazy time where like I we all grew up with like the animated movies, yes. but now there's going to be like a whole entire generation that's kind of raised on the same movies but live action remakes of that's, them. I mean, that's smart. It's, yeah. It's, they're catering to multiple audiences and it's smart. Mm-hmm. Um I'm definitely excited for the I'm I'm trepidatiously excited for The Lion King because that is my all-time favorite Disney movie, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm trusting in Donald Glover and they are bringing back um uh he plays Mufasa, he also plays Vader. I'm so I, bad at names on this podcast, I, am... I swear. To keep going, yeah, they have they're planning Aladdin, uh, Lion King, um, Mulan, which Alex said is going to be mm-hmm. cast with an all Asian cast. Thank which God, is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Sword in the Stone, if you guys which remember is interesting. that. Interesting. Cruella, which um, word on the street, Emma Stone will be playing Cruella Deville. Oh, that's um, really Dumbo, which huh. I you know Peter Pan, and it's um, set to have what's um, Tinkerbell is. Reese Witherspoon. Huh. Um, yeah. And then they're doing Pinocchio, Winnie the Pooh, Prince Charming. And then Snow White's sister, Rose Red, is getting her own movie. Um, so they're just really running with this. Um, but I'm excited. Like, I really have enjoyed them. Do so we have far. any idea what the next Disney princess Why is Casey you so loud? <laughs> do we have any idea what the next Disney princess is going to be? I don't. But I, I have do. no idea. Next we, year. Because we knew about Moana around the time that Frozen came out. Well, Coco comes out next year around Thanksgiving which right. is about Dia de los Muertos right. um, and it's about a little boy who's a musician who's learning all of these 
I think this is what I've heard is learning all these things from his ancestors who have passed on to right. the afterlife. And um, it looks beautiful. It does look very pretty. So, so. It's, they have a lot of stuff. Interesting. I mean, they have so much planned, like Disney wise, like even with them owning James Marvel and everything. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. <laughs> James Earl Jones. That's who I couldn't think of. Sorry, earlier. James. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> anyway. Okay, cool. Um, But yeah. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please tweet us at CSU Collegian, and we'll be back next week with more pop culture news. Mm-hmm.